Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hello, and welcome to this short and impromptu episode of the Imperfect Buddha podcast. It's being put together for a special purpose, and it's kind of a form of advertising, I guess. No, not for my coaching work, but for something else. Did you know that you, lucky listener, have a great opportunity ahead of you? All you need to do is reach out and grasp it. Yes, I know, it's all exciting, because on the 25th of July, that's a Saturday by the way, I will be hosting, leading, running, facilitating an event for Insight Seminars called Rethinking Practice at the Great Feast. It starts at 10am Eastern Standard Time and for Europeans that's 4pm and it's all online via Zoom, which means that you listening to this can participate from anywhere in the world you'll obviously have to work out your own timing for it. If you're in the UK, that's a 3pm start. And it's going to be going on for about three hours. Now, Insight Deals and Seminars, I'm thinking of it more as a workshop, because that's what I'm used to doing. But before we get into some specifics, let me read you what I put together. This is a description of the event. Western Buddhism and spirituality more broadly provide us with a rich menu of practices, messages, and visions of the human condition, and what is possible and even desirable to do, avoid, and strive for within a human life. Yet, as many of us have come to realize, these practices, messages, and what we might define as curative fantasies, do not always live up to expectation. In fact, the overly prescriptive ideals of what it means to be human, what practice is, and what we should be doing with it all, too often reduce the Buddhist practitioner, or practitioner more generally, to the role of a passive performer of tradition. The recognition of this can lead to a loss of faith, disenchantment, and even the feeling of having been conned. So, can critique and disenchantment lead us to something else? to creatively reclaim our sense of ourselves apart from tradition, 
and discover even new lines of inquiry and practice and ways of relating? Well, in this hands-on and minds-on workshop, we will explore the possibilities of making a new relationship to Buddhist practice through the concept of the Great Feast of Knowledge. This concept asks what happens when we invite any kind of thought, practice, insight and claim to exit its ideological bubble and interact with the great vast planes of knowledge, human struggle and discoveries that sit outside the walls of the meaning-making apparatus in which those things originally occurred. So what might happen if we were to bring figures like the Scottish philosopher John Gray, with all his interesting quirks, or the postmodern concept of hyperreality, so relevant today, into our personal practice, our meditation practice? What could we do with what they have produced? And what would it mean to go on retreat, not with other Buddhists, but with the ideas or the archetypal image of a Maurice Meloponti or a Martin Heidegger, or the work of a living social anthropologist such as Tim Ingold. Well, this and much more is possible at the Great Feast, and we're going to be exploring quite a bit of that. Now, a key idea that comes to this event, and that will lead you there, comes from the wonderful French philosopher and mathematician, and he's alive too, Francois Laruelle. You've probably heard his name used on the podcast quite a bit. And we're going to be picking up his idea of the democracy of thought. This posits the idea that all thought is equal. Now that's not as simple as it sounds. But for us, in approaching this workshop, it means that our own thought can participate at the feast too. And all we need to do is muster up some courage for that to happen. There is... Of course, a price to pay, though. You're going to have to expose your inner world and your private practice, and even your secret desires, needs, and fears to the wider world, and risk their disruption, and even destruction. But, armed with epistemic humility, and hopefully some renewed curiosity, Whatever happens, the Great Feast brings us back into the collective struggle of all of us, that is, of our entire species, to come to terms with the human condition. This experimental and explorative workshop may serve to help those who have become disillusioned by the whole project of Buddhism or spirituality more broadly, and why not let's chuck it in there, self-development, to find a way forward that remains critical but infuses personal practice with new life. Post-traditional and non-Buddhist tools will be explored initially, though we may manage to make some of our own in the process. So that's it. That's the, the sales pitch, I guess. What do you think? Would that interest you? Would you like to take part in something like that? Let me point back to a couple of... Um, things mentioned. The first one is that this is an experimental and explorative workshop. So Insight generally deals in seminars. To me, a seminar seems slightly too, let's say, formal and theoretical. And certainly there's going to be theory and thought and some degree of the formality of presentation going on. 
But my idea, and this is my experience primarily as a teacher and as a workshop uh, leader in the past, or facilitator, has always been hands-on. You do things, right? And that's the way I approach coaching too. So theory will be there, but fear not if you are more interested in the practical. That's where we're going to head to. It will just be informed by discussion and ideas, which will accompany us throughout. As it's experimental, I can't tell you what's going to happen. And when I use that word, I mean it. I mean, I've never done this workshop before. I've been teaching for, well, about 20 years now. And a lot of that is skills-based. I've also been running workshops on occasion over the last, well, 10 to 12 years, I guess. But they've been primarily involved in the world of shamanism or neo-shamanism. So not so much Buddhist stuff. In fact, if Buddhism is something that I'm, let's say, teaching with the quotey fingers, it's primarily within the context of coaching and as part of a more eclectic mix. So we'll see what happens. Now, what do you need to know? Well, I told you the timing already. You know it's on Zoom. How about payment? How much is it going to cost you? There are three ways of signing up for this thing. You can become a member of Insight Seminar and throw some coin their way through Patreon. And there are various levels of access and benefits if you do that. There's also a, a category defined as enable as you can, which means you pay a contribution that generally ranges between 10 to $90 a session, which sounds perfectly reasonable. You can do that through PayPal or through Venmo. And if you want to pay more than the base rate, you just press up on the arrow until you reach the sum you're happy with. If that's too much for you, if $10 is too much, there's a solidarity scholarship. So if you can't contribute financially, you're invited to attend anyway at no cost. So there it is. That sounds pretty good. Now, if you join Patreon, a video will presumably be made of the event and be available to you afterwards. That's how I follow some of the events myself, as I have the membership of Insight Seminars. What else do you need to know? Well, two things. We'll see how this seminar goes. If um, we do some interesting work and people are up for it, we may do more in the future. The Great Feast of Knowledge is basically everything we know as a species, so what you can do with it is pretty much unlimited, and doing it in company seems to be like a pretty good idea. I know a lot of people still have this, um, well, I guess this attachment to the idea of a solitary teacher and path, and off you go, and you're on your way, so to speak. But it seems pretty obvious to most folks these days that in a globalized, complex world, we need complexity to be part of our personal practice too. Even if we're doing sim simple sitting meditation, opening up practice to the wider world, the living world, the historical world, and the potential futures available really seems like a must in this day and age. And if we think about Insight Seminars, they're pretty much involved in that kind of project. The whole thing was set up by Glenn Wallace, a past guest of ours, and a person I'm certainly indebted to in terms of practice material. And whatever your views are on Glenn, well, he was motivated, like many, 
to respond to the times we live in, and in particular the Trump era and the damage it's doing to American society, and we might say society globally. Part of it is a response to the wave of anti-intellectualism that seems to not be ending any time soon in American culture. But of course we see that elsewhere too, and social media seems to have made us all a bit dumber. Insight Seminars was founded on the conviction that critically orientated education offers us a means to recognise, resist and counter the forces of stupidity, but also personal alienation and social division, including the forces of hopelessness, passivity, self-delusion and bigotry. Well, that sounds good to me, guys. Would it not sound good to all of you too? One would hope so. So Insight Seminars is really a kind of non-profit, cooperative, member-driven, worker-run affair. And it features all kinds of people, from educators to scholars, writers to artists, activists to, well, meditation teachers and coaches, and in my case, blooming podcast hosts. Now, some of them have PhDs and are highly educated. I don't have one of those, and am not the latter. So I guess that should be kind of a warning written at some point on the event, on the event page. Matthew doesn't have a PhD. There are no guarantees about the intellectual quality of his presentation. Yes, a bit of confession can certainly be a, a good way to start. The seminars themselves cover a wide range of topics, and some of them might be for you, others won't be. So, typically the seminars revolve around text, theme, or thinker. Self-reflection, self-understanding are core to the whole process, and that includes engaging with sometimes abstract theory. A core thrust of the entire project is the hunt for possibilities of transformation. And I think that's the last bit I'll mention, because that's really what I'm after. If I think about the writing, and I think about the podcast that I produce... That really is core. The hunt, the experience, and the practice of transformation. In a sense, that's what I'm invoking and evoking and engaging in when I put out what I put out. That means it's all a work in progress. None of it's some kind of end-game conclusiveness. And that's really part of what I'd like to do at the event on the 25th of July. If you want to come along, please do so. Uh, get in touch through the usual sources if you have questions or you want to know more. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this short episode of the podcast. This is just a quick reminder that O'Connell Coaching provides a service for the kind of people that listen to this podcast. If you're interested in a coaching approach to addressing issues that have been raised throughout the four plus years of this podcast, get in touch. I take a coaching approach to working with spirituality, Buddhism, neo-shamanism, and self-development. Dialogue, practice, and compiti, that is tasks to be carried out at home, are all part of the procedure along with conversation to reimagine the practicing life in our current age. What is the practicing life? What could it be? What might it be? Well, the seminar is going to be looking at that to some degree, but if you prefer to do it, in a one-to-one -one context, get in touch. I operate a sliding scale so anybody can access this kind of work. 
uh, go to imperfectbuddha.com coaching if you want to find out more.